Hello, hello, you lovely lager eaters. Welcome to episode 16 of the Lager Than Life podcast. Rory, let's dive straight in. What have we got this week? Uh, so this week, our beer of the week is... Woo! Drum roll, please, Sarah. We've got a Two Tribes Metroland. Love it. Lovely. I feel like... Tokyo session idea. I feel like we've had the two tribes before. We've had the two we? tribes before. It, it ranked pretty highly. I think it was about a seven, maybe maybe eight. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the description of this one is this session IPA is light bodied and easy to drink um, for the Metroland citizens. A refined malt. I need to zoom in on my dock. Uh, <laughs> a refined malt bill uh, combined with uh, Simcoe and Am- Amarillo. No, these are what the last three words. I don't know what they are. Um, to produce sweet notes of guava and pineapple on the first sip. I wonder what the second sip Ooh. tastes like. <laughs> uh, this aroma is citrusy and hoppy, with a backdrop of orange peel and papaya to keep this beer easy drinking and refreshing. Oh, dang! This does sound like the ultimate summer beer. To be honest, with this you. it's summer's here, Sarah. I'm excited for this. Yeah, one. honestly, I better fucking taste notes of all these fruits, otherwise I'm if, gonna be disappointed. If I don't taste papaya. We're cancelling the set right now and I'm leaving. <laughs> We're done. We're done here. First set, man. All right. Let's uh, right. give it a go. ASMR. All right. Cheers to episode 16, Sarah. Episode 16, bro. Good to have you back, boy. Oh, it's good to be back. I love it. Oh, wow. I love it. That is good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, try The second sip's going to be different. It was a little bit different, actually. <laughs> so the one, the first one was orange peel. The second was papaya. That's tasty, man. That's, That's a good, good beer. That's a strong That's a good beer. beer. Wow, strong summer beer. Um, Not, you give it a whiff. I did give it a whiff, but it doesn't smell. As it doesn't smell good. Yeah, it doesn't smell. That smells awful. Um, I'm gonna go in for a seven point five. I'm gonna join you there, man. Straight off the five, cup. mate. We, we, never, we never agree on I points. I know, man. But you know what? That is a strong. It's a strong beer, yeah. and you know us. We love our IPAs. Mm. we became the people we hated honestly i know i've said this before but i'll say it again we really used to look down on those ipa drinkers scoffed at them we did scoff (laughs) (laughs) literally why do they even used to sell them in beer um in pubs Uh, do you have any craft beer oh you are a twat yeah yeah, yeah. trust me man but now uh, even earlier today i won't lie to you bro i spent seven pound on an echo and i had no regrets (laughs) honestly i paid eight pounds for an echo yeah if anything i I was surprised i would have given them more money and i looked at the i looked at the bar man i said is is that it? Do you want? Do you want? I'll give you more money if you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I tipped to make quid. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I didn't. Um, we've, not, we've not reviewed Nicole, but we will do it at some point. Maybe uh, our fiftieth yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like yeah. when we hit some more milestones. Why fiftieth? Maybe even twentieth, man. That's, you could do. Yeah, yeah. Twentieth is coming soon. We are soon becoming in the top percentile of podcasters. I can't wait. Honestly, everything's gonna change when that happens, Sam. bro. Everything better change. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. So sorry, mate. I think first point of order, mm. right? You've been away. I have been away for man. two weeks yeah, in yeah, the yeah, Philippines. Yeah. Tell me, we've actually not spoken about this. We've no. seen, first time I've seen Sarah in two weeks. Right. You walked in. I was like, "Don't tell me anything about it." I yeah. would save it for the fu- spoilers. Save it for the pod. Yeah. Um, so Sarah, how was it, mate? Ah, uh, bro, it was incredible. Honestly, like unbelievable place. So, firstly, just fucking beautiful country. So so beautiful. It's huge as well. I didn't realise, but like, you know. Is it? Yeah, it's so, so big. Made up of like, excuse me. <laughs> it's made up of a bunch of different islands to kind of all set out. Some bigger, some smaller. All over the joint. Um, but like, honestly, incredible. 
the people are amazing, super, super friendly. Like, the probably the friendliest people, locals, I've ever seen towards tourists. Like, we would be driving on our mopeds or we'd be, like, walking on the street and, like, school kids would, like, wave at us. Really? Yeah, it was, nice. it was weird. I don't know why. Like, maybe because tourism is such a big part of the economy that, like... They're all nice. Like, taught to, like, be nice yeah. to... Tourists. most countries where they're like oh fucking hell those drunk brits yeah yeah trust me <laughs> so like that was amazing yeah everyone in general the people are so hospitable uh it's cheap as well as as one might expect not as cheap as when i went to thailand a few years ago oh really but still still cheap so we were spending nice. like i don't know you could get like a decent meal for five pound but when i say decent meal this is like one thing i do have to say i didn't really enjoy the food there really? on, on the whole That's i really felt like the food wasn't good I guess um, when you think like, you think sort of Thai food, Vietnamese, it's all like banging, right? But like, yeah. I actually can't think of a Philippine Philippines dish. Like yeah, 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 exactly, man. It w- it wasn't really a thing. What so is their general go-to? Is it like, is it curries? Is it meats? Is it like, mm, what sort of vibe do they go for? I guess you could kind of say that it's like curries of sorts. So I would say it's probably a difficult country to be a vegetarian in. I'm obviously not vegetarian. I eat everything. But um, I would say it probably is more difficult than other countries. Um, to be a vegetarian, it's typically chicken and pork, which is on the menu, and then also okay. seafood. Um, so yeah, that's pretty pretty much it. And then we did try one Filipino dish. I'm just going to look it up because I don't want to butcher the name. And forgive me if I pronounce this incorrectly, but it was a pork dish. It is called pork sisig, and I might have pronounced sisig, that wrong. S i s i g. It's a popular Filipino dish composed of minced pork, chopped onion, and apparently chicken li- liver as well. Minced Don't know if that's pork. the case, but like, bro, that was tasty. I'm not was gonna it? lie. Yeah, that was tasty. Um, a lot of rice. Whenever I go to a foreign country as well, I always like to go to fast food places. I like to go yeah. to McDonald's. Yeah. So I like to see the menu. What was the Filipino McDonald's? Wow, saying? wow, bro! The Philippines McDonald's is crazy. I'd never seen anything <laughs> like it before. They sold fried chicken pieces. Yeah, like in selects. McDonald's, no, like pieces of chicken, like oh, a shit. KFC type joint, oh, fuck. with a side of rice or a side of spaghetti. Spaghetti? Spaghetti. <laughs> what? Spaghetti. I think the reason might be is because there's a popular Filipino um, fast food joint called Jollibee. Yes, uh, that's in Leicester Square. Yeah, got, yeah. I think they've got two in the UK now. But I yeah, didn't realise that was from the Philippines. Oh, okay. From the Philippines. So that's like everywhere in kind of the main areas. And there they sell like fried chicken, spaghetti, like rice, gravy. Side, so yeah, we did that have Jollibee rogue, once. Though. Yeah, spaghetti yeah, yeah. and fried chicken, like hey, kind of, kind of <laughs> No, I can't lie. The fried chicken from McDonald's was actually really good. I had Jollibee once at the airport in Manila, but that wasn't great. But I'm just going to give a really, really quick overview for our 20 listeners, if any are interested yep. in going. <laughs> One of which went on the trip with me, but still, for the other 19 of you. Um, we flew into Manila. We spent one night there. Our flight was actually a bit delayed, so we didn't get as long there as we wanted. Um, spent the night there. Um, that was pretty cool. It's a city. So yeah, like I don't, when you look at pictures of the Philippines, probably Manila is not like the experience that you're going to get yeah. when you, when you know, you think of the Philippines, but still next day we flew to a, like an island called Boracay, which is like a party island. Oh, it nice. is so fun there super super like commercialized like loads and loads of tourists we stayed in a hostel called friends big up friends i'm still wearing your wristband because i just loved it so much and uh it's just incredible 10 man dorms 
but whatever it's fine it's literally fine it's just funny though isn't it like, yeah, you yeah, yeah. when you're in a hostel and like honestly just like it was just so fun we went on, like a boat party that was sick we were jumping off platforms on the boat party like oh, i think i jumped off one that was seven meters high they went as high as 10 meters but i just couldn't do that fucking pussy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know i know i know i was literally saying it some people were just like to me oh like some of the, some of the girls were saying to me like oh don't be a pussy and i'm like i am a pussy like i <laughs> I know what I am. <laughs> I don't like heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I am. And I was just like bullshitting it. I was like, listen, yeah, you lot are weird because I have this correct instinct, which heights are dangerous and going to kill me. Yeah. You lot are the weirdos. But no. <laughs> so I, I jumped to seven meters. That was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, we spent three nights in Boracay. Really, really fun. A bit more expensive than other places, but so fun. Genuinely, nightlife there was like. Sick. Was it was it similar to like when you like Thailand sort of islands? Like, oh, would you say it's that kind of vibe? Or? I guess so. It is different. It's different. You go to like bars, which are kind of near the beach, but it's not really like parties on the beach. When I went to okay. Thailand, it was literally yeah. like parties on the beach kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that was sick. Um, then we went from Boracay over to an island called Bohol. We stayed in this place called Nuts Huts, which was literally like this hut in the jungle. Yeah, like no in the jungle, right by the river. Um, there was a river there, and like there was no AC. You set some mosquito nets, and we were originally supposed to stay there for two nights. We got there, we're like, nah, nah, we can't do two nights. It's too much. <laughs> it's too that. much. It's scary. Um, we woke up in the middle of the night twice because one of my boys woke, <laughs> just screamed in the middle of the night. He was just like, ah, we're just like, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? He's like, oh, I heard a bug next to my. <laughs> who was it no i'm not gonna bait him out i'm not gonna bait him out for this one i've got another story about him as well but yeah so we stayed on uh, behold then we went to this island at the south of behold called Panglao. not really too much to do there but like super super party place again and we went whale shark swimming which was unbelievable a little bit unethical the practices but nonetheless it was still really really cool unethical but fun (laughs) it's just like (laughs) it's just like amazing to see these animals so up close you know like they're huge you're not allowed to touch them or anything which is great they also told you not to wear sunscreen in the water because it's not good for them um, so it's like better than some places yeah but like that was just like honestly such a surreal experience how big were like with how big bro i I, they were huge i mean you're like literally touching them and shit nah so i was probably i think about three meters away Maybe even less. So At one sick. point, like I was very, very close because that must have been. How many? How close. many were there? Like how many came up? I, I saw two. I saw two. When you saw them both together, that was scary, man. But, like they're they can't. Useful. Like they're not. They can't kill you, can they? No, there's not really been any instances of right. whale sharks and and humans. But yeah, that was amazing. Um, then we went to like Cebu City, stayed there for one night, and then we flew over to an island called Palawan. It's probably my favorite place. Um, we went started off in a place called El Nido which is just like beautiful man it's just so nice really fun to party there and the water is just unbelievable so we did two boat tours there um I had one really like cool experience so I got like a big scar on my arm I'll show you Rory but I won't show the camera because I won't be able to see because it's not that big but basically yeah that's from the trip so I cut my arm because we went on this boat tour and we had to go to this place called like a secret beach and to get to it, you have to swim like through like a cave, which Fuck is like that kind of half in water, oh half like God. above water. But when we went, the tide was like super, super high. Right. So we had to like, they had like, there was these two um, workers who were kind of like running the boat tour and they were like helping us out. And um, one of them like swam underwater with a rope so you could kind of see where you were going. Oh God, yeah. 
So like, uh, there were 20 of us on the boat tour. Three people just stayed on the boat. They're like, now we're not going to do it. Yeah. A bunch of other people jumped in and a few people saw like how big the waves were and smashing into this cave with like sharp rocks and shit. And they're like, now we're going back in. So I think, think about eight of us actually went through in the end. Yeah. Me being one of them, of course, because I was like, fuck it, I can do it. Because you're a fucking nutter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I'm like, you know. Billy Big Bollocks over here, <laughs> which is why I only jumped off a seven meter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, I thought I'm a good swimmer, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, man, went through. And as I went through and kind of got to the other side, a wave came, lifted me up and threw me into the rocks and Fuck. I cut my arm. But it was fine. I was just was like... a shitload of blood? No, nah, not even that much, to be fair. It was fine. I felt like a man. Which is yeah, it. it's, <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was like, it was whatever. It was worth going to see the beach. No, it. it was really was cool. Was it a nice beach? Was it like one of the best beaches? It was just like, you're inside this cave with like shallow water and it was just fucking beautiful. That's man. So I just cool, like, man. don't know how to describe it. We got some GoPro footage, which is pretty cool. I need to see this footage. Yeah, too. yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so we did that and then we did another boat tour, like met some, Met some really, really amazing people in El Nido. Some really, really amazing people um, who, you know, I hope to stay in touch with um, for a while. And I'm sure I will. But yeah, so that obviously made the whole experience much better. And then um, we went down to a place called Port Barton, which is where you can see pigs on the beach. No way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pigs on the beach. Pigs on the beach. What the fuck? There's pigs just running about on this little beach. That is mad. Yeah, yeah. And bro, so when we had to go there, imagine we got told, okay, it's either a 40 minute walk or a half an hour kayak through this, like on the sea and around. Or do you see we kayak? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) because yeah, it's just like sick. And, um, And yeah, we go, we got there. The pigs were sleeping, so we had to wait a little bit. And then, we took some rum as well. So just drink I love it. it. Yeah, <laughs> chilling. And then, that's sick. And then, yeah, man. Just saw little pigs on the beach. Oh, mate. That's so cute. cute. Yeah, yeah, Are they like swimming about in the sea and they're stuff? Not like, swimming, they're not actually swimming. They're not actually swimming. But then they kind of like plod along the beach and they all run together up and then back. Oh, like, mate. That's really sick. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. Mate, that sounds like the sickest trip. Honestly, unbelievable trip. But listen, I've got to shout out one story because I said I would because Please it's do. a fool. I'm not going to bait out who it is. I'll tell you after. Sounds good. So I went with two friends, yeah? Rory knows both of them. One of my friends, let me start from the beginning. So we're in the car on the way to the airport, yeah? Yeah. So my my dad kindly gave us a lift and I'm saying to my friends, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, okay, so I've bought, you know, X amount of cash. I've also bought like three cards just in case anything goes wrong. Like I've got two debit cards and I've got my credit card as well, just in case, yeah? What about you guys? What'd you bring? One of them's like, yeah exactly the same thing bought a couple of debit cards bought a credit card just in case bought same amount of cash my other friend goes oh like i haven't bought any cards i bought like the same amount of cash i haven't bought any cards we're like what What? he's like yeah it's cool i'll just use apple pay like bro you know we're going to like the philippines yeah like i don't know if everywhere's going to be taking apple pay he's like no no it's calm it's calm like i haven't bought any cards i'll just use apple pay and if they don't take apple pay it's cool i'll just withdraw some more cash (laughs) how are you gonna get cash (laughs) Oh, oh shit! Yeah. So where were you right now? We're in the car on the way to how the airport. F- how how near are you to the airport? Pretty close to the airport. Did you have to turn? We back? can't turn back. No, no, no. There's, there's no Fucking time to turn back. Hell. So yeah. So we get to the Philippines. He's like, it's fine. I'll just wing it. We go out on the first night. Yeah. We're like, okay, we have got our dinner. Perfect. He's like, boy, somewhere I got this. He <laughs> goes, fuck you. We're like, cool, cool. You got it. You got it. He goes up. He come back. He comes back. And we're like, did you pay? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid. Had to use my cash though. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't take they didn't take Apple Pay 
This is in Manila, the city centre where they are most likely to take Apple Pay. He fucks it, man. He Fuck. fucked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so funny because for the rest of the trip, that was just the theme, just taking the neck in. Did it? Did his cash last? Him or did you have to? No, spot? of course we had to get more cash. Of course we had to get more cash. <laughs> like day three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... no, nah, literally, we ran what out. A fucking donut. Yeah, honestly, Jeez, honestly, bro. bro, it was funny, but yeah. That was the Philippines. I'd like to say in a nutshell, I gave you the whole fucking That rundown. sounds like an insane trip, It's unbelievable. Really oh, recommend going, everyone. It's just like it, it, incredible. And yeah, I've just come back like, very energized and I'm feeling yeah. like... Refreshed. Yeah, bro. I'm just feeling it. Like, yeah. Man, oh, fuck. That just sounds insane. Yeah, I need to go. Yeah. Need to go. You need, need to go, go, bro. You need to go. Yeah. Put it on your list. But yeah. Nice. Love that. How was your two weeks in sunny England? I've had the shittest two weeks. <laughs> Those weeks at work just fucks you. Yeah, man. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, yeah. you just come back. I haven't even got the energy to like watch telly. I'm just like I just I just sit on my bed, just vaping, just, like, <laughs> looking at the ceiling, and then I'm house. He walks in and be like, "You know what, mate?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." <laughs> I just, oh my god, sorry. One more thing I forgot to mention. Yeah, god. Five percent vapes out there. Oh yeah, you know they're illegal in the UK. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in South Africa they're big on those as well. Right. Yeah, I was chonging those. Came back with the crippling. Like it's like it's like NOS. It's genuine. They're so strong. You, they literally. You make them and you're like, <laughs> you almost pass out. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. brilliant. Did you bring me back? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, Sarav. Mm. Um, our first story of the week. Um, are you a Fast and Furious fan? <sighs> I have a I have a complicated relationship with Fast and Furious. So let me let me give the story first. So okay. essentially. Um, uh, I think coming out this weekend is Fast and Furious X. I just when I say that out loud, I'm like, they've made ten of them. Wow! <laughs> so Fast and Furious X is coming out uh, this weekend, and uh, Vin Diesel was at the premiere. Mm. And um, the story has been so far that um, Fast X is going to be the big finale. You know, the Avengers Endgame of the Fast and Furious saga, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, it's such a big film that they're splitting it into two, right? <laughs> That they're splitting it into two. So you've got Fast X Part 1 and Fast X Part 2, which will be the big finale. Oh, the Deathly Hallows. This is I, know, it's, it's, I just love it. I love it. Do you know what the best thing is? The, the ninth one was just called Fast and Furious, The Fast Saga. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so uh, Vin Diesel was asked this question about the um, Part 2 uh, of Fast X, uh, at the premiere of this, of this new film. And he's basically alluded to, he's had chats with the studio and not only is it going to be two parts, they're going to split into three parts. <laughs> so they're going to split part two into two parts. So now uh, now there's going to be three films. So Fast X is not just the finale. It's going to be a trilogy uh, to send off the Fast and Furious franchise. So wow. my question to you is, where do you stand on the Fast and Furious films? Okay, so I've seen, I've seen all of them up to, but I think it was like the sixth one where Paul Walker passed away. Seventh one was his last one. Was that his last yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Is that the one where they did, um... did Dubai, the car through the wind, or the the song, the Wiz Khalifa song? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See you again. Yeah. That that's the last one I saw, and mm. I think I've seen all of them up to that one. Didn't see the one after, which is the one with like the crazy long runway or something, and then so that was the sixth one. That was the sixth one, and then the seventh one was the one where he with Paul. Oh, Walker. I didn't watch the. Sixth do you know what, Sarah? I don't blame you. They're all the fucking yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, like I do not blame you. Okay, yet. so I've watched one, two, three, four, five, and seven. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> the first few slapped. They were so like, fun. I've not seen them because they're the ones I've not seen. Oh the my race god! The race car ones. Bro. I've only seen it when they've like 
been basically secret agents. No, 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 <laughs> like, no. Kids, bro, the Fast Few are so good because it's just about like racing cars and like it's sick and they just like committing crimes and like helping the police or whatever. But yeah, man, it's fucking cool as shit. Like you just see cars racing. It's crazy, isn't it? How the Fast and Furious franchise went from stealing DVD players and drag racing and the next minute they're literally being shot off into space. Uh- yeah. They go to space in what the ninth the fuck, one. Man? They literally go into space, right? I my here's my prediction. Fast and Furious X Part Three, right? I'm telling you, two things are going to happen. First one, time travel. <laughs> First one, time travel, right? Second one, crossover with the Transformers franchise. It's going to fucking happen. <laughs> And then Optimus Prime is going to be like, Autobots roll out, and Vin Diesel's going to pull up. I'm no. telling you, that it's going to happen. No. I will not be surprised if that happens. I sir. think the first one he said, time travel. I think that's so likely. I, can't, <laughs> right? I think that's so likely. But now, honestly, what happened to the Fast and Furious franchise? Because as you said, it used to be about racing. And then they're doing these crazy... <laughs> I saw this meme the other day, which is like, when did you have enough of the Fast and Furious franchise? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And one of them's like, what was it? I thought it was a crazy it was, shit. It was The Rock with a cast <laughs> over his arm. I think this is the eighth one. Yeah, the Rock has a big cast on his arm because he's got his arm broken and he flexes his muscles and the cast breaks yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cast breaks yeah, up. Mate, that was... that one. There was one where they were like, Vin Diesel was just pulling off some crazy shit and he got flung from one car, caught someone. Yeah, that, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that for me was the moment the Fast and Furious franchise died. Yeah. Because the, do you know what? I think the Fast and Furious franchise hit its peak in five so this is uh, this is the one where they go to rio and you know they're not they're not sick they're not street racing anymore there is a bit of street racing but they're doing a heist right Mm. so it's still got one foot in the realm of possibility (laughs) but then it's got a little bit of ridiculous going on but just enough where you can still buy it right that was when it hits peak and that was the one where the rock got introduced yeah yeah that was was actually good that was a good film then that made a fuckload of money and then i think the producers are like why don't we try and make this slightly more ridiculous every single time? <laughs> and now we've got people in space and we're probably going to have people time traveling. So this is where we're at with the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dom Toretto is going to come back and save, save himself and like Letty and like everyone from the future. And then it's just going to be ridiculous. Honestly, Vin Diesel, how did he end up being like the hero in all of these oh, like, he's films? ridiculous. Like, tell me how. This is another one that was I in got the family. Tell me how. <laughs> how the fuck is Dom Toretto getting married in a white vest? <laughs> yeah? He's getting married in a white vest. And then he's just the hero of this whole thing. Pull yourself to fucking gather the producer. Put a tie on, man. Honestly, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What kind of example are you setting for the youth if this man who can't even be asked to get ready for his own wedding is just saving the world. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Honestly, I've had enough of this fucking thing. Honestly, I've had enough of this franchise because you used to be so fucking cool. Big part of my childhood. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift was a banging film, And a banging bro. soundtrack. And a banging soundtrack. Did you see Tokyo Drift? I've seen Tokyo Drift. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, film. A... So, so, so you love Tokyo Drift, right? Fast and Furious 9. Oh, right? no, nah, go on. You get a big cameo from the, the main guy in uh, Tokyo Drift and it's his big fan moment and everyone's really excited, right? And guess what he, Guess what his role is? <laughs> he's a scientist, right? And he, he's the one that helps get the main cast out into space. So he's gone from street racing in fucking Tokyo to a NASA, a NASA scientist. But you see, like, what they could have done. They could have kept this franchise alive way more by doing, like, 
non-linked, but slightly linked. Because Tokyo Drift was not linked. It was a spin-off. It was a spin-off. It was a right? spin-off. Yeah, yeah. That was such a good film. And mm. then they showed Dom right at the end. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, they could have told so many stories of Fast and Furious by doing these little spin-offs. And instead, they just fucking like who it's gives a shit it. about the Toretto family? And, man? and sorry, one thing: the plot is exactly the fucking same in every single film, right? Think about it, right? You've got one villain from a previous film who they defeated comes back, becomes a good guy, but then Dominic Toretto's got someone from his past who's come back, and he's the villain, right? Then they defeat them in the next film. That person, that villain, they defeat in the last one becomes a good person, right? So, for example, in this new one. Uh, the villain of the ninth film is now uh, a friend, is which is uh, played by John Cena, right? In the previous film, it was uh, fucking Jason Statham. He was a bad guy. Now he's a good guy. Like, it's like the same fucking thing. I was like, you can't do this ten times. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Right, another one from that meme. Should we watch the tenth one? Just, yeah, just, I just oh, want that. I think if you go, I think. If you go into this franchise and you watch it like it's a comedy and you just think, I want to go in and yeah, just I would see love some... Like, I think it'd be funny. Oh, yeah. No, let's go. Let's go in. Yeah, we're going drunk. Yeah. <laughs> funny, like... I'm down, bro. We'll yeah. record a podcast that right after. <laughs> Fresh out the theatre reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, nah, honestly, bro. Now, nah, that, that was another meme. <laughs> there was two like, more memes I need to mention. There was one where it's like, when did uh, Fast and Furious get like too ridiculous for you? Yeah. One of them was like, when they tried to convince you that Vin Diesel and John Cena were brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Honestly. That's just not really. Yeah, trust. And another one, which is just like when Dom Toretto is just like standing up and he's all just like <laughs> standing up and getting all like, he's just like, the thing about street fights, the streets always win. Just fucking stamps on the floor, the pavement just crumbles. <laughs> I remember that scene. I think that was it. I what think the that fuck? was it. Honestly, oh. it's all ridiculous. All ridiculous. The seventh one where it was the send off of Paul Walker, that should have been the end. Oh my gosh, that. It got, and then, since then, it, it's just been on a very much a downwards decline of just ridiculousness. But you know what? I understand why. I was listening on the Shits and Gigs podcast today. It was an episode from a couple of weeks ago. Bro, it's like the ninth most profitable, highest grossing yeah. franchise. It makes of, so much ooh, money. It makes so much money. People Obviously, genuinely love that this. shit. People love it. And look at us. We're saying we're going to go watch the town. I'm excited. <laughs> to laugh at it, though. <laughs> so? They're still taking my money. I'm still going to buy a ticket. I'm still gonna go see the second and third. And yeah, I'm actually gonna watch it. Are you gonna you gonna catch up? I think so. Why not? Why not? You're gonna you're gonna after watching ten of these films. I like you're gonna love your family, bro. You're gonna love them. I really, (laughs) I really, really enjoyed like the original ones. They, I really, I could still watch them. I think they're sick because there's so much racing. That's what was cool. Yeah. Oh my god! I remember one ridiculous moment. I think from the seventh one. Yeah, it's when they like drive out of cars with like parachutes on them. Yes, I remember that. Parachute. Yeah, yeah. That was co- what the fuck? <laughs> Just parachute normally. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. That's so fucking stupid. That is so stupid, so Rory. So That's it's... so stupid. <laughs> That's the franchise, you know. That's the franchise. Oh we love it. People, people still love it. Wow, I wasn't expecting to get so passionate about. That. <laughs> Vin Diesel's working his magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have our next story. (laughs) Uh, Are you an Ed Sheeran fan? Yeah, 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 I am. Are you a fan of copyright? (laughs) (laughs) I can't say I am. Uh, So, um, Ed Sheeran was in a big uh, court case recently um, and for copyright infringement of uh, Marvin Gaye's um, Let's Get It On song. I think it was it. The Shape of You was the, was yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, so, no, no, no. 
Um, hang on. Wait, let's get it on. When your legs don't work like they used to before. Um, thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Yeah. So it's thinking out loud and um. Yeah, so the jury have voted that he's not liable for copyright yeah, infringement. Yeah, yeah. So he's off the case. Um, I thought it was interesting, right? Because apparently he was saying, I watched it, I watched um, his documentary. Okay. And he was saying, like, he, he wrote that song in 30 minutes, mm. right? And, like, people were saying to him, like, how could you write a song in 30 minutes? Like, and it's like, he's been doing this for so long, he just shits them out. Yeah. And I find the idea of, like, <laughs> he just, I mean, Ed Sheeran definitely shits out songs. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, a lot of his songs are trash, but. Um, it's interesting because like he obviously was going through so much stuff with his his wife got um got cancer, mm. uh, and then also Jamal uh, I think Jamal Edwards, Edwards. Uh, who's really big obviously started SBTV sort of put Ed Sheeran on the map put Ed Sheeran on he um he he passed away that year as well so a really hard year and then he had all this um these court cases going on mm. but like it's an interesting one right with music like and just art in general like ideas come from other other ideas and other art yeah everything's an amalgamation and a combination of stuff. Like, for example, like, if you're making a song, you can have a song that you're using as a reference to be like, I want to sort of go for this general vibe, but you make it your own, you add your own spin on it, and then it becomes its own unique package. And I just find the idea of, like, copyright infringement in music really fucking hard to... Unless you're copying lyrics word for word, like, it's a tricky Copying one. lyrics and copying melody, I think, is a key one. So, so, as Ed Sheeran alluded to, so many songs have the same chord progression. Mm. And uh, you know, Nikhil. Obviously, you know. Uh, are you, have you got that? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack it. So Nikhil uh, will yeah. know this. Like something I like to do a lot is when I hear a song, I'll think of an, sing another song on top of it. It's got the same oh, chord yeah, progression yeah. because there's so there's so many. so many there's limited chord progressions that make hits. Basically, it's like no one's really gonna invent a brand new chord progression because they're all kind of there. Unless you're like some. I don't know, like Jacob Collier, who like, but even then, there's there's only a fixed amount of chords. There's literally only a fixed amount of chords. There's only so many combinations. Facts, and there's stuff you can do to the chords to make them sound different. But overall, yeah, so many songs have the same chord progression. So, for example, another chord progression which is used in so many, maybe in different keys, but in so many different songs, is C G A minor F. Right, that's the same as a song like I'm Yours. Uh, what else has got that? Uh, the song which is like, and she will be loved. Um, what else? Um, loads, basically loads is what I'm trying to say. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but yeah. So exactly as Ed Sheeran kind of said that that these kind of chord progressions should be in a songwriter's toolbox and available for everyone to, use. to use. Yeah, there's no. Is that ex- what the ba- main gist of this was? Was the chord progression, or is it like yeah, be like when it's a court case like this, are they saying, oh no, these chords are the same, therefore it's the. Well, that's the thing, right? So if you listen to the songs, they've actually got two very distinct separate non at all similar melodies they don't the, the melody is like the how do i, do I describe it so the main tune of the song right, right. The chord progression is kind of the background and takes the melody where it needs to go but the melody is like the main tune of a song so like for example like you know that's a melody okay right, right. the chords would be the kind of the background yeah yeah exactly um, under the background. So, so yeah. Th- in this case, the chords are the same but the melody is different. Yeah. But the chord, Why yeah. is there a constant No, no, case? E- exactly, exactly. And I don't think this is the first time that Marvin Gaye's production company did this. Is it oh, so they label? fucking love this copy. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. they're big litigators. I forgot yeah. who it was. They did it before as well. So it's not the first time. 
One thing I loved about what Ed Sheeran said is he's like, I think he said, I'm not a money box for other people to shake down or something to get some. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, which is like cool, which is facts, though. Just because he's rich doesn't mean you could target him. One thing interesting that he did in the court case is he actually took his guitar, played the same chord progressions. No way. With loads of different songs and just sung them to That's, be like, look. What how a fucking, fucking defense that is. That's sick. Because how can you argue with that? Right. It, it's so true. There are some songs that sound so, so similar, which are like, definitely should be like copyright infringement. There was a song which was like, this is my heartbeat song and I'm going to sing it. Da, da. Do you know that song? Which is it by? I don't know. Some person. But it okay. sounded, it was literally the same melody as a song called uh, The Middle by Jimmy Eat, Jimmy Eat's World. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly the same. I don't even know if there was any like court case, but like that is like the same melody so it's kind of like okay that's Have they kinda... sampled it though because isn't sampling like maybe they gave he... creds maybe they gave creds because like I know like off the top of my head I know um, Drake had like is it Chicago Freestyle or something there was literally he used one of his lines was like flow the melody the words he was saying was like almost bang on an Eminem song oh okay fine and it's like I'll send you the song afterwards but like I wonder, like, would he have had to clear a sample for that or probably. like clear anything or just you know what I mean it's... yeah probably some um you know, some royalties. And then there's another artist, I forgot who, who's making like two bags a day or something because... Of what? Because someone used like a very, really, like basically his flow and his, I guess you can't copyright flow, but maybe his lyrics as well. Really? And yeah, so like, yeah, the settled guy got settled. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Big up at Sheeran. Fuck. Marvin Gaye's like company because he's right. Like ultimately. Leeches, man. Leeches everywhere. There's literally limited chord progressions. As in, as you know, I write songs yeah. i like to think they're original they're obviously not i got inspiration yeah from, from other somewhere or the other i don't know where but i've probably heard stuff before mm. i try and do like original melodies but the chord progressions have always been done before there's and like if you were if your music was released like to the world and you were like an isolated cheering marvin gay probably come for you as yeah, well yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah bring it on marvin gay yeah. fuck you marvin gay no 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 no, no. his not... team marvin yeah, gay yeah, 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 yeah. Team marvin gay. interesting fact about marvin gay Go on. did you know how he died how did he die he was shot by his dad what? Yeah, he was killed by his dad. Marvin Gaye got killed by his dad. What? What did he do? What did he do to his dad? Bro, I think they got into that like is an, wild. They got into an altercation, and Marvin Gaye was Fuck. killed by his dad. I'm gonna look it up really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Marvin Gaye Senior killed. Shit! What a dick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killed by his own father. Kind of crazy. That is it? mad. Yeah. There you go. Poor Marvin. Paul Marvin. Great music though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great banging musician. Music, banging music. Um, so how much longer have we got? Have we got time? No, we've got some time. Um, so have you have you heard about this writer's strike, Saraf? So basically, all the TV show like I don't think you realize how big of a crisis is. All the TV shows that you like are looking forward to the next season, like Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things! I saw this. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all these TV shows are shutting down. The new Lord of the Rings is shut down. Uh, I believe House of the Dragon is shut down. Um, like everything is shutting down because yeah. basically what's happened. So the WGA, which is the Writers Guild of America, um, they had a very famous strike in 2007. Um, and that really affected the industry. Like was, a lot of shit films came out. A lot of TV shows were the seasons went from 23 episodes to, you know, 10. No right? way. Okay. Um, so you could really tell when the writers strikes happened. So now we're, we're entering that again. Right. And um, it's really bad, right? Because what basically what the what the writers want is back in the nineties, right? So let's say you're writing a TV show like Friends, mm. right? You get uh, residuals of when it's aired on TV, mm. right? And that TV sh- that that TV show is going to run for um, you know Friends. What, what 
10 years? Was 10 it? seasons, yeah. 10 seasons, you're getting what? 25 episodes a season? Something like that. So you're basically getting money consistently from those shows throughout the whole 10 years. So like you've got a lot more job, you had loads of job security as a writer, right? But now the big sticking point is since streaming, the residuals, so the money that the writers get is actually a lot less because of streaming. Uh, and then the other, on top of that, streaming services like Netflix, like Amazon Prime, they're not going on for 10 seasons, right? If you look at most Netflix shows, they never go on more than five seasons. It's yeah. very rare for a Netflix show to go on more than five seasons. Yeah. And what about the episode count? Even sitcoms are only like 13 episodes now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like they're between eight and 13, right? Um, so now like writers are like, I'm putting my all my effort and energy and my day to day and feeding my family with this and I'm just getting way less money than I was 10 years ago. So they're basically asking for some sort of like pay compensation for for the work that they're doing the other one which is interesting is that they want protection against ai wow which is really interesting and obviously like i i mean i've had a fit like i do some screenwriting myself and i've had like a little play around with um ai on chat uh, with chat gpt and screenwriting stuff it's not there yet it's still shit and it's like you can tell it's ai but ten, get 10 years time it might get there right even less man maybe even less probably five years right and they so they want protection against that um so yeah it's interesting but like it's looking like, I mean, they've not come to an agreement yet, but it's, yeah, I think a lot of shows are going to be delayed and yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm sure an agreement will be come to soon. I think so. I think, I think it will end up being that the studios will concede this one. Because, of course. Right, right. And also that's the other thing, right? Like, um, writers, they don't just write it and then pitch it to a studio and then it's done. They pitch it to a studio, they buy it. They might not even get hired on to write the rest of the season. They, they, pilot, they just sell right? it. They might just do the pilot and then they're, they're not, then, you know, whereas back in the day, there were maybe more guarantees of that. So, and then sometimes they'll come on to set and they're there to resp be responsible for like, you yeah. know, any last minute changes and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but the interesting thing is that there is, um, there are some, uh, some people, some people who are sort of stuck in the middle. So for example, uh, James Gunn, who mm -hmm. does Guardians of the Galaxy and yep. he's now, directing and um writing the new superman film but he's also a studio exec like the head of dc films right so it's a tough one right because what does he do right he can't write then is and like and like all these all these like showrunners and stuff they're not doing any publicity or pr or anything like that it's like what do you like they can't do anything right so they kind of start and not a single word is allowed to be edited from this strike onwards like they're really really cracking down on it um so yeah just an interesting one interesting to see what happens but I, ho I do hope that the studios see sense and i think they will because i just think like writers have got too much power when you think about something like stranger things no one else can do that no like, one else no one else can yeah. do that I, I really just like i find i don't understand and also with series that have kind of been built and forgive me if i'm wrong but i'm sure this is the case actually yeah, for most, you, when you start writing the story you kind of have the direction in mind and you kind of got maybe the next maybe not you the end have, yeah but you've got the next you know the next step planned yeah and you're just planning the path of how to get there right writers of like stranger things they've already got the end planned right oh yeah it's probably yeah. already it's probably brilliant right i don't think the studios can afford the risk no of letting that go and also just the stylistic differences of like maybe hiring new writers and oh, it's yeah. way too risky because stranger things wasn't that like the most streamed show when the last oh, yeah, episode came speed. out right Netflix's biggest hit by far there you go yeah. absolutely no way they can well they've risk. got because so it's not it's usually not just like one person who writes it so yeah. they usually have like a writer's room which yeah. is between like 8 and 10 people yeah yeah but like 
that writer's room, as far as I know, has been the exact same for Stranger Things this whole time. There like, you go. If you got in some non-WGA writers in, it's not the same. Because the they, don't, they don't know the characters as well, right? Exactly. Um, so That's yeah. The, the writers know how they think, how they like, literally everything about exactly. the characters are theirs. So yeah. But there's so it's funny though, there's so many examples in 2007 of just TV shows falling off a fucking cliff. Because mm. like, it was producers having to write the scripts and they haven't got a fucking clue. Yeah. And so many TV shows declined in quality. Lost was one of them. Okay. Uh, Heroes, I don't even remember that. Heroes was one of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. Friday Night Lights, apparently that had a massive dip in quality because of the writer's strike. So it'd be very interesting to see how long it goes on for and yeah, whether the studios will concede. Mm. Nice one, man. Um, cool. Um, well, bro, listen, as we approach the end of the episode, I thought I'd like end on a slightly lighter note. Go on. So, <clears throat> Rory, as you know, I was unsuccessful in getting Glastonbury tickets this year. Yes. And I'm absolutely gutted about it. I'm absolutely gutted about it, bro. I'm a, you know, I'm a big Elton John fan. And Guns N' Roses? Really keen to see. I was really excited to see Guns N' Roses. Really excited to see Guns N' Roses. The original lineup as well. I was there for it, man. And so I thought it's going to be written in the stars. I'm mm-hmm. going to get my ticket. It's going to be calm. I was unsuccessful. And Rory, as you know, I didn't take it very well. <laughs> I was upset. And I thought I'm going to try anything. So I decided to write Glastonbury an email, which I'm going to share on the podcast. You're going to share it all? I'm going to share it. <laughs> so this is from our podcast email address. Actually. Wait, how long ago was this? I remember you sending me a screenshot. This is, an, this is about a month ago now. Nice. I sent an email. <clears throat> Hi. Strong start. <laughs> Hi. I hope you're well. Firstly, I'm really aware of the fact that you must get tons of inquiries like this. So apologies in advance, but I thought I'd try my luck. For context, my name is Sarav and I'm the co-host of the Larger Than Life podcast. We're a small podcast starting this year and we discussed pop culture with specific references to music. We even did a segment on Glastonbury 2023's lineup. With this in mind, we had the ingenious idea (laughs) to record a bonus episode at Glastonbury in the campsite talking about Glastonbury all things Glastonbury. And so the plan was in place. Thursday, 3rd of November, coach and tickets day. 30 of us tried. Rory was successful. 50% of the podcast was there. I was unsuccessful. Oh. Sunday 6th, I joined a different group chat this time. <laughs> and I was unsuccessful. Thursday, 20th of April. I've listed them all out. Thursday, 20th of April. The resale of the coach tickets. I had a plan. and got everyone involved. I got my sisters. I got my friends who didn't even give a shit about Glastonbury. I engaged everyone. Trying all devices. I fucking failed. Yikes. <laughs> the capital letters. The dream of Glastonbury looks to be a requiem. However, <laughs> one last shot must be taken. For my attendance is absolutely necessary. Imagine how incredible and unique a podcast recording in the midst of the campsite would be and how this is so in line with Glastonbury's values. This is one for Glastonbury's legacy and I trust you share my vision. Given this, my request is simple to attend Glastonbury 2023 in any capacity whatsoever. Please give me a ticket. You're such a beg. (laughs) Any way in which my hopes and dreams for myself and the podcast can be met. Many thanks for reading this email. I hope this provided you with some entertainment, but I'm hoping you can find a way for me to attend. <laughs> Sarah Tim, I even 
made the subject worth reading and will at least get a few laughs if nothing else. <laughs> what was the response? Here's the response oh I got. Oh my god, I, I've not heard this. Here's the response I got from Glastonbury. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for your email. The resale of return tickets and accommodation options has already taken place. There's no plans for further ticket sales. There might be some opportunity for you to work for your festival ticket. You can read more about this here. Please also be aware that the festival does not allow for any brand-related activity without prior written consent. <laughs> As such, any commercial activities basically are not permitted. <laughs> Best wishes! That's free festival. <laughs> that is so fucking... They shattered my dreams, bro. That is such a fucking I tragedy. I sold them the podcast in Glastonbury and they basically said, fuck off. They basically <laughs> politely told you to fuck off. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Sarah. It was such a long and nicely worded email, though. I was so proud of it. I spent ages also, writing. Sorry, it. commercial brands. We're not making any money. We're not making any money. We're, we're the opposite of commercial. We have twenty-three, twenty-three subscribers on YouTube. That's I'm quite gas. Nothing. Yeah, 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 but it's nothing. Honestly, no one listens to us. Despite how fucking good our content is, no one's listening to us. But tough tits, everyone. You're gonna be. Everyone's gonna be listening to us soon. But listen, Glastonbury. I didn't appreciate that because that wasn't a tailored response. That was that wasn't tailored. Copied and paste. Yeah, I spent ages writing that email. <laughs> I sent it to three people to proofread, but, but you did fucking not. <laughs> I really thought it was gonna work. I really did, and I was let down. I actually love your like just blind optimism on things, Sarah. It's, Listen, it's man, it's a great quality you have. Listen, it's a great quality. All I'm gonna say is, I will find a way to be there this year. It's going to happen because... Break I'm... in. It's so easy to break in. Well, not break in, but like you can like... If you pay the right people enough... Like to get in for free is hard, but like if you go to Glastonbury with enough money in your wallet, you hang... Think about it. Every single person in Glastonbury is given like five tickets, right? There's so much in circulation in the whole place of Glastonbury. You just ask the right people and have enough money in your pocket. Get anywhere. I'm going to get in. Somehow, some way, I'm... you're going to see me there. It's going to happen. And we, just to spite you guys, we're going to film a fucking episode as well. Yeah, fucking commercial brands all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah, There's no commercial brands going on here. <laughs> Honestly, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, we'll wrap it up there. That was, uh, that was a good episode. That was good. I, that was a good it's good to be back, Sarah. It's, I miss you, man. It's great being back. Cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah, for fucking all the time to you already. Yeah, no, I'm, I've, <laughs> I've really needed this drink. Um, but no, it's been, it's been good. It's been, it's good been a great episode. Guys, I'm going to signpost something now. We're doing our first ever Logger Than Life trip this weekend um, with other people and not for Logger Than Life. 28 other people. But regardless, <laughs> uh, we're going to have some fun stories to tell you when we get back. So I'm really looking forward to the next episode. But guys, thank you very much. For- oh, sorry. Where can they find us? Oh, you can find us at uh, Logger Than Life underscore LTL. Yeah, well, or Lama Tango Lama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can catch us there. Um, on, uh, and you can also find us on uh, Spotify, on Apple Music, uh, on YouTube. Uh, please remember to comment, like, subscribe. All that stuff really helps the channel. Leave a review on Spotify. Anything you do to help. And then for more short short form content, you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at life underscore LTL. Lama Tango Lama. Guys, listen, you might as well support us. We're not going anywhere. Like, it's, it's, we're actually not going to stop. We're so not. you might as well support us because get in early. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, get in early because like we are gonna do well. And <laughs> it sucks to be you if you've been like watching or whatever, and you haven't even fucking supported us. Because do you know what? I want to do a shout out actually because I feel like most people are watching the clips these days, right? But 
if you're listening long form and you've got this far through the episode, I want to give you a shout out. Thank you. You know who you are. You do know who you are. Um, but yeah, we love you guys. Anyway, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks very much, guys. Peace.